Welcome to another edition of Wrestling With Myself. I am your ever-humble host, Chris. And tonight we will be discussing Kofi Mania. Um, in my personal opinion, probably one of the best, one of the better storylines. I'm not going to say best because there's been really good storylines up to this particular point in time. But it was so interesting just rewatching everything because you start to remember things and all of a sudden um, you get caught up in revisionist history because you start thinking of what could have been, what happened, and you just forget to just enjoy watching what you enjoy watching. Um, so... I mean, it was really, you know, they they did some really great stuff here. Um, so let's get started. Um, Kofi Mania was born at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view back in 2019. He was the replacement for Mustafa Ali. I believe that there, I believe uh, Ali had a uh, legitimate injury at that particular point in time. I think it was his shoulder or his knee. Um, Kofi uh, would put on a great performance in that particular elimination chamber uh, finishing finishing off in the with the last two between him and Daniel Bryan we also need to remember that Daniel Bryan at this particular point in time had just be- had just become a heel when he won the title off of AJ Styles uh, a few months, I think he, I think he won it in November. Yeah, because his very first title, to, his very first match as champion was against, um, uh, was against Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series that year. Um, he, you know, Kofi did an amazing job. Like, he, you kept thinking, you kept thinking, like, okay, they just put him in there, and he'll probably just. They're going to throw him in there just kind of like what they were going to probably do with Mustafa Ali and just let him be like in the top, you know, be one of the bottom three, you know, first or second eliminated. But Kofi came out and just started kicking butt and he put on this great performance. And I remember um, back watching the Elimination Chamber back in 2019 that the crowd just turned and just was like, they were chanting his name even back then. Uh, then there was a gauntlet match uh, the following month, and Kofi outlasted a couple of guys, but wound up losing again. And so all of this kind of starts this whole thing where Kofi really believes that he deserves a shot. He's been one of the few people to actually give it his best against Daniel Bryan. Another thing I wanted to say about it was that I had totally forgotten that that Daniel Bryan was really um, a, a jerk about things, about the environment and everything. Like he, they had turned what he was in real life to an eleven. Like he was like always talking about the environment. Why aren't you recycling? Like pl- whenever he would do like backstage segments 
like he'd be pissed off that people weren't recycling. Why aren't you recycling? Why doesn't this place have a recycling uh, center? You know, like he was just getting, and and then they had also given him that uh, he had uh, procured a uh, a custom belt that was all wood with hemp and like these these jewels that were found in the mountains and stuff. And I, I remember at the time thinking it looked cheap and it still kind of looked cheap now in 2023, but it was still a really cool belt at the time. So, so uh, the, the whole basis of it was that uh, Vince McMahon was like, well, you're just a B plus player. And they were really kind of turning what they had done to, Daniel Bryan <clears throat> a few years ago, and they turned it completely around on Kofi, saying that he was the B plus player. So, so for uh, it, the let me see, I have all my notes here. I am completely and utterly blind over here. So the whole thing really kind of starts. At the March 19th edition of SmackDown, uh, Kofi is given a gauntlet match that he has to take on, where he has to take on, and this is in in succession. He has to beat Sheamus, Cesaro, Eric Rowan, who is just going by his last name, Rowan at this particular point in time, Samoa Joe, and Randy Orton. And if he beats all of them, he gets a shot at Daniel Bryan. He first takes on Sheamus, like I said. His match against Sheamus was really, really quick. I think it only lasted like three minutes. And it was actually a really quick and pretty painless match. Because I think Sheamus only put on like a couple of of moves before he got the SLF. Before they hit Trouble in Paradise on him. Uh... If you want to watch these, it's uh, season 21, like I said, the March 19th, 2019 edition of SmackDown. If you have the Peacock Network, it's pretty easy to find. Um, After he beats Sheamus, he takes on Cesaro. Cesaro is really... um, uh, the match against Cesaro is a little bit more longer. I think it was probably like maybe 10 minutes at that particular point in time. <clears throat> My apologies. But it was a pretty good back and forth match. But he winds up winning via roll up on this one. And then after that, uh, Seamus and Cesaro both come in and they attack him and they kind of work him over a little bit. And then Rowan comes in, and Rowan only the Rowan match is only for a few minutes because then he winds up getting disqualified in the match, which was really kind of cool. You know, it, it was it was it was really easy to see on how they were working the time for the for since this was the main event of this particular SmackDown. Um, after Eric after Eric Rowan, he worked over Kofi a little bit more. And it was really kind of cool because in between, throughout the match, they kept showing the back room of Biggie and 
and Xavier watching on this on the on the prompter, and you start seeing like more and more SmackDown wrestlers watching. All the all the faces are watching, and the first ones that start watching with them is <coughs> my apologies again is the Usos, and you see that they're holding the plate of pancakes and they're both eating pancakes, and it's really kind of funny. I got a good chuckle out of it. Uh, after Rowan gets uh, disqualified, he has to take on Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe, um, you, I totally forgotten at that particular point in time was the U.S. heavyweight t- champion, and that was a, and he was, he's always been great in my opinion. <clears throat> one of the, one of the true great wrestlers in my opinion. The way he moves at his size is amazing. Uh, Kofi again winds up getting a roll up on this one, and he's just exhausted. And all of a sudden, Randy Orton comes out, and and it's and and again, it's another good match. You know, they, they uh, Randy Orton has has the advantage throughout most of the match, and then Kofi kind of puts in a little bit of um, offense, and then. He winds up getting a roll up on Randy Orton, and Randy Orton is shocked that he loses. And all of a sudden, there, the announcer says the winner going to WrestleMania to make to to face Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Biggie come out to celebrate. Everyone's excited. The fans are excited. Uh, the New Day are excited. Everyone's excited. And then all of a sudden, Vince McMahon comes out. And Vince McMahon's like, congratulations, you, you're going to WrestleMania to face Daniel Bryan. <clears throat> and you will still be able to if you beat one last guy. And then he orders uh, Xavier Woods and Biggie to get out of the ring. And all of a sudden, Daniel Bryan comes out. And he's got this smirk on his face. Like, he gets to face this guy. He has to face Kofi after five matches, five grueling matches to begin with. And then he gets, and I think Kofi only gets in like a couple of shots. And then uh, uh, Dan Bryan gets the running knee, one, two, three. And everyone's pissed. Everyone's just like, oh my God. Like, And Biggie and, and, um, and Xavier Woods come out and they're pissed. They're yelling at the, at the at the referee and Daniel Bryan just smiling, just walks away like I, I beat you. You're, you're never gonna face me. So we end SmackDown on this. At this, another thing that I wanted to say was that I had totally forgotten that Miz was being was a face at this particular point in time, and he was gonna face. Uh, Shane McMahon, who was the best in the world, you know, all that BS, but like, it, like, Miz put up a great uh, promo, and I don't use great that often when I, when I speak of the Miz, but that was a great promo. Uh, let's cut to the March 26th edition of of SmackDown. Uh, the New Day, in particular, 
Eric Rowan, uh, Eric Rowan, uh, Biggie and, and Xavier Woods have threatened to quit and they w- will walk away right now if they don't get answers from Vince McMahon and they will hold up the whole show. They stand there together as the three of them. Kofi doesn't say a word throughout this whole promo, basically saying that Kofi has put his, you know, Kofi's done amazing things for 11 years. And why are you doing this to this man after 11 years? And you completely understand where they're coming from. You know, you're pissed. Everyone's pissed. The fans are pissed. And then all of a sudden Vince comes out and Vince is like, you know what? What's what's all this? And Co and and Xavier Woods immediately stops and like, look, we want answers. Why are you doing this to this man? This man is has given you so much. Why are you doing this to him? And Vince, you know, calmly explains that he's a B plus player and that he doesn't believe that he's right for the championship. And then Vince tells them that not only does he think that he's a B-plus player, but he also thinks that that, um, the rest of New Day are B-plus tag teams. And that if he wants to prove them, they will do a gauntlet match. And if they win, if they're that, if they are that, uh, um, if they are that invested in whether or not Kofi goes to WrestleMania to take on Daniel Bryan, you... We'll do this gauntlet match, and if you win these five matches, you can. Um, uh, Kofi will Kofi will be able to take on Daniel Bryan for the title. And then they cut, they cut, and they don't say anything. But you, it's implied that they agree to this. <clears throat> I know they've been wrestling for a long time, but their finishing move, uh, their finishing move, up, up, down, down, which is basically the big ending with a bulldog from either Xavier Woods or or Kofi is a great finishing move, in my opinion. So the very first tag team they have to face is the Good Brothers, which is Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows. And that's a real quick match. Like, I think it's barely, I think it was like seven minutes. And they do the up, up, down, down on them, and they get a quick victory. And everyone's cheering. And again, they they cut to the back, and they show Kofi watching, and he's watching with with everybody else. And everyone's just cheering along. They're eating popcorn. They're throwing pancakes. Like, it's a big celebration. So then the next tag team they have to face is Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, who is in the middle of of his Happy Rusev Day uh, uh, phase in his WWE career. Uh, And that was a really good match. You know, Shinsuke almost has, almost hits uh, uh, his finisher, Rusev gets in a, a couple of super kicks, like it's a great match, and they're able to uh, cope. Um, I Jesus, why do I keep saying Kofi? Kofi's in the back, idiot. Uh, Biggie's able to to hit his finisher, and they and that's how they win. 
And again, everyone starts freaking out. And then the third tag team is the bar. <coughs> Jesus, I am so sorry. I'm coughing so fucking much in the in the micro, in the microphone. So then the third tag team is the bar, which is uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. And I had totally forgotten on how good this tag team is. Like they're a good tag team. And again, it's a good match. Like they're just going back and forth. And I believe this is another one where they're able to hit the uh the up, up, down, down. I don't I don't remember on who I think it was on on Cesaro. <coughs> but I'm not too sure. And they win, and then all of a sudden, they uh, start attacking. And they put Biggie through a table. And then they walk away, and then just as they walk away, the Usos come out. And everyone is just freaking out, like, oh my god, this is where it ends. This is where it ends. And at first, the way that they come out... Which is so cool because it's Xavier Woods in front of Biggie, like, okay, I'm gonna try and take these two guys on until you get your strength back up to help me. And you see like this fierce, like this fierce look in Xavier Woods's his eyes, like, I know I'm gonna get my butt kicked, but I have to do this for Kofi. And I know that if I can just hold on long enough my partner is going to be able to regain just enough strength that he's going to be able to help me. I just have to stay, I just have to hold on this long. And it's this great look in his eye. And I know I'm reading too much into it, but that's just the way I feel about this match. And then at first they're in the corner and they're like pacing back and forth and they put their titles down. And then all of a sudden they... They take the mic and they basically talk about the fact that that we've been through wars between us and the New Day. And you've gained our respect. You, we, we have respect for you. You have respect for us. And we've got respect for Kofi. Oos, we're, we're bowing out. We are, we are forfeiting our match. Go get them. And everyone starts freaking out. Everyone's so excited. And Xavier Woods' face just is like, okay, I don't have to. I, I'm not going to get my butt kicked by these two. And, and like, Biggie is just huffing and puffing like, okay, like, we don't have to take it on you guys. But we don't know who our last opponent is. And all of a sudden, they're just like, okay, we got this. We we can beat this last team, whoever it is. And then all of a sudden, they come in and they start showing... Um, they show Daniel Bryan and, and Rowan. They they start trashing the uh, the their locker room. And I like it kind of... Okay, if you remember watching happy gilmore remember when happy gets pissed at the open at the very end and he starts throwing a fit and then all of a sudden his caddy grabs a rock and just throws it into the pond 
Like she does, he's not that angry, but he understands why Happy's pissed. So I'm going to throw this rock into the water and I'm just going to show that I'm just pissed because he's pissed. That's the way it looked between Daniel Bryan and Rowan because anytime he threw something, Rowan would throw something like, all right, you're pissed? Well, I'm supposed to be pissed too. And I just thought it was funny because I felt like Rowan was like this big kid, like, oh, you're pissed? Well, then I'm going to be pissed too. So I kind of chuckled about it. And so all of a sudden, uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan come out and they're the final tag team. And they go to commercial break and then they come back and it's and it's just and and Rowan is just kicking the crap out of Biggie. And then they they start all of a sudden like uh you know, they're just working them both. And then Daniel Bryan decides, okay, well, I'm gonna rest and I'm gonna let my big man take over. And as soon as he does that, he comes out because all of a sudden he's like, well, I'm going to take Xavier Woods out. Well, Xavier Woods is able to get off the apron and jump and do a hurricane DDT out of nowhere on Daniel Bryan and knocks him out. And then... Xavier Woods comes out and all of a sudden Rowan palms him on the head and is going to try and uh, power bomb him through the announce table. Well, he's able to get out of the way and then Big E is able to throw Rowan into the, the ring post twice and then they're able to toss him over the announce table and then Big E, using all of that man strength that this man's got, is able to lift the announce table over and crash it on him. And they're able to get in the ring for the 10 count and win via count out. And that's how they win. And then Caleb uh, Braxton at the very end goes up to Vince before he gets into his limo. And she's like, you know, is it does this mean that Kofi gets to go to WrestleMania and he goes, yeah, he's, he's going to go to WrestleMania <clears throat> and we're going to see if, if, if uh, Kofi Kingston, a B plus player can beat Daniel Bryan and then just smiles and gets in the limousine and drives off. Uh, so then next week they have the contract signing and it's this big thing. You know, I didn't really watch it because I'm not going to talk about, a, a, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't think it's really that worth it. So, then we go to WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania 35 in Jersey at MetLife Stadium. <clears throat> and it is amazing. Truly, that place looked amazing. And then, you know, they're just able to, you know, it, it just looked great. And it's uh, let me let me go over some of my notes here. And just and just before the match, all eighty thousand people are chanting Kofi, and there's a large con contingency in 
on the ground floor on the ground seats the floor seats my apologies that have Kofi mania signs and it is so cool and it's an amazing it's amazing just to hear 80,000 people chant Kofi and then uh you know the the match starts and it and it's very uh back and forth it's very back and forth um uh you know it's back and forth they're doing their thing it's it's really really cool um it's back and forth until Kofi makes a high risk move and crashes into the announce table and then Daniel Bryan's able to to take control of the match. And then Daniel Bryan is going to try and go for the running knee. And Kofi is able to counter it into a... Uh, is able to, to, um, to duck under. And then he tries to do... And then he does the SOS... Tries to do a pin, gets a two count, and then, uh, ev- and and you know, like Rowan is trying to stop them because now Kofi's uh, <coughs> Daniel Bryan's on the outside, and Rowan tries to stop uh Kofi, and then. All of a sudden, uh, just as he's stopping him, like he's in between the two of them, all of a sudden, uh, 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 Xavier Woods gets on the announce table and tries to jump to try and clothesline Rowan. And he stops him, puts his hand on his head, puts him down, and is about ready to... To, to try and pick him up by his head and power and, and power slam him through the announce table. It doesn't do it. He flies out of the way. And then they again throw Rowan into the uh <clears throat> into the thing. He bounces back and all of a sudden Biggie picks him up, does the big it does the up up down down on on Rowan. Rowan is now eliminated he's no longer a factor in this match and then they get back into the ring Kofi tries to do a trouble to do it uh, a trouble in paradise uh Dan Bryan ducks is able to run it across the ring tries to hit him with the SOS with the run with the running he hits him with the running knee you get a two and a half count <sighs> <coughs> And then, I mean, and, and then, you know, you know the ending. He, uh, Daniel Bryan's kind of dazed and, and he hits that. He hits the trouble in paradise and all of a sudden, one, two, three, winner and new WWE champion, Kofi Kingston. It is one of the best moments. And the reason why I say it like that is because WWE and all wrestling companies. I'm not just 
saying it just to be a jerk about WWE. I'm saying it about everybody. You don't have too many black champions. And for Kofi Kingston to break down that wall is amazing. It, it is. That's all I can say, you know? After him, all of a sudden, you have... Uh, you get uh, Lashley. You have you you have Lashley, and you get Big E. They're the last three. They're the they're the they're those those are the three that you have. And you have Bianca Belair now. You know. Um, give me one minute. I'm going to stop and then we'll be right back. And I want to talk more about what's going on. I want to talk about the aftermath and all that good stuff. And I also wanted to get into a few things before we set sail for the, for the rest of this episode. Be right back. All right. I'm back. Um, it was just a, it's, um, it was a great moment and it was really cool, you know, as a Hispanic, as a Hispanic kid, you didn't see too many Hispanic wrestlers in WWE. You didn't see too many of those and you didn't see too many champions. You know, they were very, um, um, uh, what's the, what's the easiest word to say? They didn't exactly do the best to, articulate what a Hispanic male did. It was very um, racist at times, uh, is what I'm going to say. You didn't get too many, you know. I mean, I mean, look at Eddie Guerrero, you know. He, lie, he, he lies, he cheats, he steals. <clears throat> and I'm not saying that that's racist. I'm just saying, like, you take everything with a grain of salt, you know. Uh you know the aftermath of Kofi winning. You know he winds up win- he winds up going for six months. It's one hundred and eighty days. I read he winds up losing controversially in seven seconds against Brock Lesnar on the SmackDown premiere um, on Fox. Uh, his 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 first opponent, his first real. Uh, um, uh, his first program was against Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Dolph Ziggler is is someone that has always been the same, and and it's a bad thing with him because he's never grown. You know, he's the show off. He's you know, he, you know, he still does the when, you know, it, it was supposed to be me. That was his whole thing against Kofi. It should have been me. It should have been me. Well, then why didn't you, why didn't you win? You know, <clears throat> you know, um, it was, he had a decent, he had a decent six months. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna denigrate it and say that it was the worst. You know, he did what he did, you know. He held on to it for six months, and he was able to to do some pretty decent things with it. Um, 
but you know, like it was just kind of hard to. It was hard to 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 watch him after 180 days holding on to that title for him just to for the bell to ring him run up and jump on to try and jump on Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar catches him puts him over his shoulders does the F5 one two three it was just bad you know and I remember so many people were like, oh, I'm so excited. Brock, you know, Brock Lesnar is coming back and he's going to win the title. Why? You know, you could have you could have at least let Kofi hold on to it for a little bit longer. You know, let him hold on to it at least until November. You know, let him have, you know, if anything, he can have, you know, you could still give him something else and then november december that's when you can have him lose it you you know but it, it was it was tacky in my opinion because it was on free tv it was on the premiere of smackdown and that's just the way they did it and it felt so wrong but that's that's going to be it for me on on kofi you know i hope you guys enjoyed it I enjoyed watching everything. <clears throat> I really did. It was great to watch. It was just really amazing to to rewatch this stuff and just be so amazed by it. Um, there has been some talk, uh, you know, news and notes for just a little bit of news and notes. We'll we'll get back to regular programming next week. Um. There was a rumor going around that that Vince had signed, kind of been uh, working, um, working the working booking, uh, doing of uh, creative control, uh, but there uh, Sean uh, Sean uh, Sapp had said that that's not true after all. Um, it's going to be very very interesting. Um, I think we're going to be hearing. I think those rumors of 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 Vince potentially coming back into creative is is something we're gonna have to deal with until at least the summer when when and if Vince uh, finally decides to sell if he can actually get someone to actually give him nine billion dollars, which is what he, they have said is his asking price. Um. I didn't say it last week, but uh, A&E is back doing uh, WWE on Sundays. Last week, they did the NWO story. Um, and then they also did the rivalry between Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Um, as you all know, I've... Uh, growing up, I was a Hulk Hogan fan. I am not a Hulk Hogan fan anymore. I haven't been since probably I was in my mid-teens. Uh, I think he's a piece of crap. I think that he held down so many different people. He, it, in my opinion, he's a very insecure person. 
because of the fact that he had he felt like he had to hold on for himself. But I also think that the reason why he was holding on for so long is because he heard the booze for so fucking long. I mean, if you really remember, he was getting booed for like the last year. He wasn't getting booed incessantly, but he wasn't getting full on cheers for the last year of WWF or E. Um, and then for about the first six to nine months, he he got a lot of cheers in WCW. And then the fans start, slowly started turning on him. And I, I, I just think that his whole... You know, him having total control of his character and not doing what he wanted to do is is such a BS thing. It really fucking is. You know what I mean? Like, it really fucking was. <clears throat> uh, you know, um, there's a part where they're talking about uh, he's supposed to lose to Sting. And... The night up, and then the morning of, he tells Bischoff, I don't think I'm going to lose tonight. And Bischoff's like, we've been planning this for a fucking year. And you're just now telling me you don't fucking feel like losing? You know? Like, what the, you know? Like, in my head, I'm just like, that's the reason why I don't work in wrestling. Because I could never deal with with, with assholes like that. I can't. You know, and I know I'm cursing a lot, but when it comes to Hulk Hogan, I, I just have to because he's such a piece of shit. Sometimes he really is. I, I could care less who fucking hears it. He is. You know, um, you know, I, I, I sometimes wish that he could have been like Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Man was an ass as well, but he at least knew when to fucking retire, you know? You know, he he saw the way he looked in TNA. He saw that he wasn't the, in this, he didn't look the same. So he decided, you know what, I don't, you know what, I'm not going to make an ass of myself and I'm not going to do anything, anything stupid here. You know, I'm just going to, you know, I'll, I'll come out for the final couple minutes I'll drop my elbow, I'll put the one, two, three, but that's it. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, it, there are, when it comes to him, when it, when it comes to Hulk Hogan, I have very strong feelings. And you can say, well, a lot of other wrestlers have creative control over their character, but look at what, you can't look at the same, you can't look at him and someone else and say he held down an entire brand down like he did. You know, like he's supposed to lose to to Kidman. No, I don't feel like losing. Give me the reason why I should lose. Is it is it smart? He keeps using that word. Is it for the right is it is it smart for my character to lose this match? It doesn't fucking matter. It matters because then it shows that you're a team player. But whatever. I'm 
Um, so I, I don't really remember who else they're going to be having on here. I'm also, I also wanted to say that I heard that Vice is going to be doing their third season of Dark Side of, uh, of the Ring soon. I'm looking forward to that because, as I've said before, that is some great shit right there. It really fucking is. Um, uh, we are officially at five weeks <coughs> until WrestleMania. I'm really looking forward to WrestleMania. Uh, next week, we will be going over potential new matches, what's going on, how everything affects everything else. Um, there's also some talk, you know, I really don't think that Sami Zayn's going to be in the uh, the final match, but I think that he's gonna he's gonna do something. We'll discuss all that next Friday. Until then, I will talk to you all later. Bye.